high school holla. Here it comes. Holla, Chicago! Welcome to another Saturday edition of the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. Stephen Spoon Ramsey repping for the Mendel Monarchs in the great class of 1988. Welcoming those of you from across Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. Get ready, family, on the day's show. We bring you this week's boys basketball game of the week, and we're calling it the Big Payback. We also recap in Diva Sports our girls basketball game of the week with centers around the first round of the Public League City Playoffs. Speaking of City Playoffs, we'll review the 32-team brackets and tell you which girls basketball teams have advanced to next week's Queen of the Quarterfinals to meet up in the Elegant Eight. The and much, much more on the High School Holler Sports Show. We want to hear from you on our social media networks. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Just search for us at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, go to our Facebook show page and like the High School Holler Sports Show. Holler at us, especially if you're a student athlete having a signing day somewhere. We would love to come out and celebrate with you. So holler at us on the details. You can hit us on our social media page or just go to urbanfieldhousemedia.com, our website, and contact us through that. We always like to hear fun and friendly facts about you. So bring it to us. What high school you representing? What high school class you represent for? We want to bring fun and friendly high school pride back to the city of Chicago. Coming up next, our first of two games of the week featuring the Mel Shell Clark Eagles versus the Wells Community Raiders. Our boys basketball game of the week is next on the High School Holler Sports Show. Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004, stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. Who do I play for? I play high school basketball for every baller who ever played a pickup game on a driveway, playground, or alley. Because we all share the same dream. I play for buzzer beaters, big time boards, and burying rainmakers. I play high school basketball for the chance to put my hometown in Illinois on the map by playing in a state championship. Only one half of 1% of all high school student-athletes play basketball in college. But all 100% of them become adults. That's why playing basketball on their high school team is so important. High school athletes learn life lessons that help them grow up. Lessons that can't be taught in the classroom and often aren't taught at home. I play high school basketball because I love performing in front of a capacity crowd in my hometown gym. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. High School Holla. Let's go. 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 Welcome back to the H2S2 show. Time now for our boys basketball game of the week. Brought to you by 100 Watt Lights. Gear and accessories with artwork designed with a positive message inspired to protect the children. Find out more about them and their organization at their website, 100wattlights.org. This week, game of the week is between two longtime coaches that are friends and their schools with a friendly rivalry from the Public League White West Conference. Last year, they battled for a conference title that one school has a banner hanging in their gym while the other looks for a little payback. Our game of this week is Coach Terry Head and his Clark Eagles at 11-9 overall and 6-2 in the White West Conference, taking on Coach Michael Horton and his Wales Raiders at 10-10 overall and 5-3 in the conference. One team is looking to protect its house while the other looking for a little redemption. We talked with both coaches before the game to find out how they felt about their final Public League White West Conference game we call the Big Payback. 
High School Holla. Stephen Spoon Ramsey with our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week. The Wells Community Raiders versus the Michelle Clark Eagles. I'm joined with the head coach of the Raiders, Michael Horton. Tell us about your team's performance thus far throughout the season. We've been up and down right now. Our record is a 10 and 10, but that's not indicative of what we really can be. We have quite a few seniors on our team. However, most of them are new to the game, so it's been hard. You know, we've lost maybe five games within five points or less, which could have gone either way. So this will be a big game. We're fighting to finish in third place in the conference. I have an all-state guard surrounded by, like I said, some inexperienced players, but they all they always play hard. They give me maximum effort, so I'm kind of excited about this group. Well, you take on the Michelle Clark Eagles, Coach Head, long-time coach in this business. What do you know about your opponents tonight? You said long-time uh, coach. I've known Coach Head since years ago, since my son played when he was coaching the Illinois Heat and I was coaching the Chicago Demons. Last year, we split. I know that every team that he has, they play hard, they defend, they, they push the ball. So it's going to be a fast-paced game today. Tell us who are some of the key players on your squad that we should keep our eye on today that's going to be key in the win for the race. Well, Antoine Lampkin, uh, everything starts and stops with him. Last year in the conference championship game against Clark, he scored 43 points. So I know they're going to come with the mindset to stop him. We have a senior guard forward, Mentrell Roddy. He's had a double-double in the last couple games. And then I have a very quick guard who did well against Clark last year, Terrence James. Again, you know, we're, we're so unpredictable, but I look for those three guys to stand out and play well today. Coach Horton, for those listeners who have yet to see the Wales Raiders play on the hardwood, give us one word to describe your team's style of play. Intensity. High School Holla. I'm joining now with the head coach of the Clark Eagles, Terrence Head. You've been in this game a long time. Now you get to take on a good friend in, in Michael Horton. Yeah, I hate playing friends because it's like it's hard to get upset and get mad and get your kids fired up. I've been knowing this. I've been knowing Keith, man, 20 years, and I've known his son since he was a baby. It's going to be a good game, man. We're going to come in battle. But our kids are angry because they beat us last year at our place and stopped from winning the conference, the playoff championship. It was a time, so it's like a time breaking from the white the blue division championship last year so it's gonna be a good game let's talk about your team's performance thus far in the season I feel like we uh, underachieved. I thought we were going to be better than what we are right now. We got two losses. I really thought we were going to win the conference, but, you know, we just had a lot of discipline issues. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, withstand that and finish up the season strong. Well, you talked about your friendship with Coach Horton. Talk about what you know about the Wales Raiders. Oh, wow. They got two excellent guards, two extremely really good guards, and that's when we got to contain them tonight and not let them go crazy. Now, tell us some of the key players on the Eagles that we should keep our eye on tonight that's going to help you and be key in the win. Number 24, Kobe Weekly, sophomore kid, has been playing great the last seven to eight games. Prentice Alexander has been playing extremely well. And uh, Ray Bryant, our guard, uh, senior guard, has been playing well for us. So hopefully with those three step up for us tonight, we'll be okay. For those who have yet to see the Michelle Clark Eagles perform on the hardwood, what word would you use to describe their style of play? Up tempo. High school holla. That was both coaches' thoughts, and now let's get to the recap of the game. The game was definitely a physical one. I'm telling you, with the players from both teams not only jockeying for position on the floor during the tip off, they were throwing bowls, they was pushing, shoving all through the game. You can feel the tension. I'm telling you, family. Both of these teams wanted this game for their coach, and they wanted it bad. Let's get into the first quarter. The first quarter, the Clark Eagles went into the paint and got their big fella involved early. As sophomore Kobe Weekly dominated the boards and the paint, putting up nine points to lead all scorers in the first quarter of play. And when the Wells Raiders tried to double down on the big fella, the Eagles found scoring from their senior, Prentice Alexander, who scored six points in the quarter and add two by junior Amari Jones, the Clark Eagles totaled 17 points in the first quarter. The Wells Raiders was outsized but wouldn't be outmatched as they gained a collective effort from seniors Antoine Lamp, Kayvon Watson, and Matrell Rowdy, who all scored a 
bucket in the first at a split from the free throw line by junior Terrence James. The Wells Raiders trailed the Clark Eagles at the end of the first quarter by 8, 17 to 9. Now in the second quarter, the game will take a little turn as the Wells Raiders would set up a 19-14 run with pressure defense and scoring led by senior Antoine Lampkin, who dropped in seven points, and junior Terrence James, who hit for five points in the second quarter. Add scores from senior Ishmael carrington L and Kayvon Watson, who combined for seven points, the Wells Raiders climb back into the ball game. The Clark Eagles would struggle a bit at the start of the second quarter, but would e eventually weather the Raiders' run and go back to the big guy in the middle, sophomore Kobe Weekly, who banged in six more points in the second quarter, along with scores from his classmate, sophomore Kobe Lyons, who knocked down three shots after being fouled on a three-pointer, and also juniors Derek Lindsay and Amari Jones combined for four points and a free throw for from the senior Prentice Alexander, the Clark Eagles would lead the Wells Raiders by three points at halftime, 31 to 28. Our leading scorers were sophomore Kobe Weekly with 15 points from Clark Eagles and Antoine Lampkin for the Wells Raiders with nine points. Here's halftime comments from both coaches. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Rams at the halftime of our boys game of the week where the Clark Eagles lead the Wells Raiders by 331-20. I'm joined now with Coach Head, head coach of the Clark Eagles. Coach, assess your team's playing the first two quarters. Man, it was a great. We had a great first half. I thought we did a good job, and they kept, did a good job of keeping their composure when they made their run. And then we did a good job of answering their basket. So that was good. I didn't have to call timeout and let me know my team growing up. That's all. What, what adjustments were you making in the second half? We really not making no. I thought we was okay. We just got to go back inside like we was doing at the beginning of the game and make layups. High school holler. At the half, down by only three. What did you tell your team at the half? I told them we've done a great job. We got some great contributions from our big guy with like controlling the paint. I just told them they played their best half of basketball. If we could just come out and make shots and continue to defend, we'd have a chance. High school holla. After the break, more to come as we recap the second half of our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week featuring the Michelle Clark Eagles and the Wells Community Raiders on the High School Holla Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. High School Holla. Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our boys basketball game of the week. Once again, brought to you by 100 Watt Lights. Remember, you can find out more about them and their effort to protect the children by visiting their website at 100wattlights.org. We start the second half in the third quarter as the Clark Eagles lead the Wells Raiders by 3, 31-28. The Wells Raiders would attempt to find an answer for the Clark Eagles' big fella in the middle as they would lean on the defense of one of their own big fellas. Senior Terrell Wolf, who would man the middle for the Raiders like Makembe Matumbo, 
blocking and swatting shots on the Eagles' first three possessions of the third quarter, leaving opportunities for the Raiders' guards to score in transition as senior Antoine Lampkin would hit five points in the quarter, along with senior Ishmael Carrington L and junior Terrence James, who both scored two points in the third. The Clark Eagles would go to their duo of senior Prentice Alexander and sophomore Kobe Weekly to maintain their lead throughout the third quarter as the two would score a combined 10 points to hold on to a four-point lead heading into the fourth quarter over the Wells Raiders 41-37 to with one last quarter to play. The final quarter of play would see the two seniors from both squads battle for their teams as the Eagles senior Prentice Alexander would go at it with Raiders senior Antoine Lampkin. The senior Alexander would score from the inside and outside fighting to hold off another Wells Raider run by hitting six points in the fourth quarter. Wells senior Antoine Lampkin would have to fight through players to find ways to score as he added five points to his total score of the day and missed a key free throw down the stretch that would have given the Wells Raiders a shot to take the game into overtime and another opportunity to play for the win. But the Wells Raiders send the Clark Eagles to the line three times towards the end of the game, allowing the Eagles to convert three out of six free throws and to seal the win. As the Michelle Clark Eagles defeat the Wells Community Raiders 54-46. to Here's post-game comments from both head coaches, along with our shiny star of the game, sophomore Kobe Weekly, who led all scorers with 21 points. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Rams at our boys H2S2 basketball game of the week. I'm joined now with the coach of Wales Raiders, Coach Michael Horton. Tough loss for you and your Raiders, but you guys gutted out to the very last minute. Yeah, like I said, we, we, we're going to play hard, but we're small. And we definitely lost the rebound battle today. 24 killed us on the offensive glass with a bunch of putbacks. And, and that was really the difference of the game. They had some decent outside shooters. We took away the three, but we struggled with our inside. We went on a strong run towards the end of the first half. Came and took that momentum into the second, causing a lot of turnovers. What do you contribute to your team's heart in the second half? We, we decided to go out and put a little pressure on them to maybe speed the game up so that their pigs wouldn't be much of a factor. But like I said, these guys, they've given me everything I asked for. You know, they give 100% of themselves. I mean, I know we're small. I know we have some scoring deficiencies, but I don't tell them that. I, I tell them that they can beat anybody and just continue to work hard. So we just came short. They had some extra motivation because we beat them last year and they taking a look at a flag that we, we put up here because they thought they were getting one. So I'll take that. You know, uh, we have to just continue to do it. We'll do it again next year. Talk about the tremendous play of Antoine Lamb. Honestly, and, and I'll be honest, and this is not me just bragging, he had a pretty off game today. They did a great job of crowding him. He had 20 points, which is like seven points below his average, and he missed some free throws, which he, he don't do normally. So, But I like him. Kids got hard. He never gets rattled. They, they, you know, a few cheap shots here and there, but he's a tough kid, man, and he's going to be a player on the next level. After a tough loss like this, Coach Horton, what do you tell your team? Well, that's the last game of conference. We can breathe easy. We got a couple tune-up games before playoffs. Depending on where we land in the playoffs, hey, we just got to regroup and go win. You always feel like you can win the next one as long as you prepare. Coach, we look to see a lot of big things from the Wells Raiders. Thank you very much. Stay tuned. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with our H2S2 Boys Game of the Week where the Clark Eagles just defeated the Wells Raiders 54-47. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Terrence Head. Coach Head, great game for you. Big win. Oh, thank you so much. I'm laughing because we trying to take our picture. We, they, they, they want to beat these boys bad, man. And, and I'm laughing because I appreciate what Wales doing. They protecting their house, man. That's they supposed to do. Hey, 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 look. Um, no, our kids played great, man. You watch them. They played a hell of a game, man. They played a hell of a game. Uh, we made great adjustments and did an excellent job. I mean, I'm really proud of them. I got to tell them I'm really proud of them. And, and we had a bad practice yesterday, too. So that let me know we got a good team because we had a bad practice and they getting better. Talk about this young man we'll be talking to in a moment, Kobe Weekly, and the play he had inside. Oh, man, you know what? This guy's the limit for the big fella if he buy into what we're trying to do. And it ain't even, it ain't even he got to believe in what he could be. 
it ain't us. It's just he got to believe in what he can be. And, and believe me, he one of the he is one of the best sophomores in the state. Once he show it this summer, man, and all the AU and all the stuff, everybody gonna see. Everybody gonna see. With a win like this, how you take this momentum going forward? We gonna take it ready for the playoffs, man. That's what we getting ready for. We getting ready for the city and the state playoffs. That's what we getting ready for. We let Collins beat us, and then we let uh, and we let Crane beat us. So now we understand. Now we understand. What if anything you need to work on, Coach Hands? Ball handling, finishing out games, taking care of the basketball, and free throws. What do you tell this team after a big win like this? Man, let's get ready for our next game, man. Focus up and let's keep working. All right, let's talk to the big sophomore who made it all happen with 21 points, led all scorers of the game, none other than Kobe Weekly. And Kobe, man, you did a great game, had it in inside. What did you see when you were out there? I knew they was coming to beat us, and I know we had to come out and beat them. I know they beat us in the house last year, so our expectations was to come in the house and beat them just like, a, like they beat us. It's all coming into this ball game, sophomore playing on varsity. Any pressure for you at all? Nah, nah. It's still basketball, so at the end of the day, I just got to play my game. What did you come into this outside of wanting to defend that loss? What was the mindset? Prepare for the playoffs because I know it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of tough games just like this, probably even um more down to the end of the game. So I know if this is gonna be a hard match in playoffs because it's gonna be way better teams probably. You heard what Coach Head said. You are one of the best sophomores in this state of Illinois. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel how I feel. I feel good about it because I've, I've been working so hard for all my life and now I'm just I'm growing up now. I guess I'm gonna be one of the big stars. Clark had a nice crowd out here, even though it's on the road. What do you want to say to the people that will support you? I appreciate them. Without them, we probably wouldn't ever won the game because we need that spark. Well, good luck the rest of the way. And, man, we got a sensational sophomore here. Thanks for joining us, Kobe Week. All right, thank you. High School Holler. I want to thank the Clark Eagles and the Wells Raiders for accommodating us as our H2S2 Game of the Week. The Wells Raiders would host another home game last night against Alcock, winning it 84-76. to and we'll take on the Tilden Blue Devils next Thursday, February the 1st. That'll be a good game. You might want to go out and check that out. While the Clark Eagles take some time to prepare to host Yorkville Christian on next Friday, February the 2nd. Just a few games for both squads to get ready for the boys basketball city playoffs, which begin on Tuesday, February the 6th. And speaking of playoffs, stay with us. Up next, we highlight one of 16 games played this week to tip off the girls basketball. Basketball City Playoffs. It's our Girls Basketball Game of the Week in Diva Sports featuring the Westinghouse Lady Warriors and the Lincoln Park Lady Lions on the best show for high school sports, the H2S2. He worked out early, practiced late, and studied well into the night. The next day, he did it all over again. She missed time hanging out and socializing with friends so she could make it on time to practices and games. He became a top student and a confident leader, even as he helped his team win back-to-back conference titles. She became a role model in her community, even as she led her team to an undefeated season. And when they finished playing high school sports, what did they do next? She graduated from college with honors and went to work for a successful company. He attended graduate school and became a difference maker in his community. Because that's what student athletes in Illinois do. They use the skills they develop playing high school sports today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Stephen Spoon Ramsey welcoming you back to the High School Hall of Sports Show. Now for our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week brought to you by our friends at CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises, resort vacations, or to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, call Monera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out their great deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad, the official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment and this girls basketball game of the week. This past Tuesday night was the first of two rounds played this week for 32 teams looking to reign as queens of the court in the city of Chicago and win a school city girls basketball championship. 
Let me begin by saying deciding which game to cover this week was one of the most difficult decisions for us to make this year. Big hollers out to Cynthia Irvin and her staff who formulated the brackets for this year. Great job. Which brings us to our girls game of the week. We decided, in all fairness, we should show love to two schools that we have yet had an opportunity to cover this season and that will provide a great matchup. Sort of like March Madness in the NCAA tournament. So we found ourselves on the city's west side, home of the Westinghouse College Prep High School, to the 12th ranked Lady Warriors, who would play host to the Lincoln Park Lady Lions, ranked 21st in these city playoffs. Head coach Larry Washington and his Lady Lions of Lincoln Park High School entered the game with an overall record of 19-3 and they were undefeated in the Windy City White Northwest Conference. While head coach Lamar Mundane, in his absence, would trust his Westinghouse Lady Warriors in the hands of interim coach Julius Carter. Coach Carter and the Lady Warriors would represent one of the toughest conferences in the public league, coming out of the Chicago Chicago Public League Red Northwest Conference with an overall record of 11-7 and 5-4 and in conference. We had a brief opportunity to catch up with both coaches and ask them about their team and their seasons. Here's what they shared. Stephen Spoon Ramsey here at Westinghouse College Prep High School, the site of one of many first round games of this first day of the Public League Girls Basketball City Playoffs. Our H2S2 basketball game of the week is between the number 12th ranked Lady Warriors of Westinghouse playing host to the number 21 ranked Lady Lions of Lincoln Park. I'm joined now with the head coach of Lincoln Park, Larry Washington. And Coach Washington, your Lady Lions coming to today 19-3, representing the Windy City White Northwest Conference. How would you summarize your season thus far? Very good. I think we've done a very good job of being, knowing who we are and knowing who we are not. And that's what's helped us throughout the season. Now you were undefeated in your conference at 9-0, and yet you pulled a, 20, a number 21 rank. What's your feelings about that? That's the city for you. <laughs> what will it take to pull this game out? Keep doing what we're doing, make sure that we get some kids under control, make sure that we play under control, and I think we should be okay. I think it's going to be a little bit burn burner. It's going to get closer, we understand that. We've just got to make sure that we keep our heads when it does get closer. So let's give our listeners one word to describe your team style of play. Rugged. <laughs> Look forward to talk to you after game. Thank you, thank you. High School Holla. At the first round of the girls' city playoffs, I'm joined now with the interim head coach for the Western House Lady Warriors, Coach Carter. And, Coach, talk about the team's performance thus far this season. I mean, uh, thus far this season has been an up-and-down performance. We've been getting quality. We played a tough schedule. A lot of quality teams with the young Marshall. We played Finn. We played TF North. So the girls right now have been playing a good, tough schedule. I think it's preparing us what we need to be prepared for for the city and state playoffs. The girls came in ranked number 12 in city playoffs and start things off with a home game. How important is it to have a home game? Oh, it's real important. That way you ain't got to worry about the bus travels, waiting on the buses to come pick you up. You feel more comfortable being in your home gym where you practice at. Talk about some of the key players we need to keep our eye on that's going to be playing a, a big role for you to pull out this win. I mean, well, we got a few key players. Uh, we got Donisha, you got Avery Curry. Uh, we need Tyler to rebound for us. So if we can get that going in the right direction, man, we should be okay coming out this game. It's going to take to pull out a win, Coach. Defense and rebound. Coach, give me one word to describe this Westinghouse Lady Warriors style of play. Fast. All right, we'll talk to you after the game, Coach. Thank High School Holla. Thank you to both coaches for joining us for that moment. The first quarter would favor the visiting Lady Lions as they would work the middle of the paint with senior Kennedy McCoy, who would lead all scorers in the first quarter. The Western House Lady Warriors looked prime for an upset, only managing three points in the entire first quarter from a long three-pointer by senior Avery Curry. The end of the first quarter would find the Lady Lions leading the Lady Warriors by 10, 13 to 3. Now the second quarter would see a 
sense of urgency from the Westinghouse Lady Warriors who would battle back in the game thanks to senior leadership of Tyler Allen, 6 points, Alexis Sanders, 4 points, and Avery Curry adding another 3-pointer, scoring a combined 13 points in the second quarter. The Lincoln Park Lady Lions would continue to feed their senior forward, Kennedy McCoy, who would add 8 points in the quarter to go along with 2 points from senior Anna Gradano as the Lady Lions would manage only 10 points in the second quarter. The teams would go into halftime with the Lincoln Park Lady Lions leading the Westinghouse Lady Warriors by 7, 23 to 16. Here's our halftime comments from both coaches on their team's first half performance. High School Holla. First round of the Public League Girls City Playoffs. I'm joined now, Coach, of the Westinghouse Lady Warriors. And Coach, rough first half for you. Oh, no, we just got our rebounding, man. We just got to box out a rebound. We getting good shots. They going to fall for us. We just going to keep shooting. But the main thing we got to do is just rebound. What can we expect as far as an adjustments for the second half? More pressure, boxing out, so we can rebound and win the game. All right, good luck to you. We'll talk to you after yep, Thank you. High School Holla. Joined now with the head coach of Lincoln Park Lady Lions, Larry Washington. Coach Washington, tell us about your team's performance in the first two quarters. Well, we seemingly controlled the paint so far, so so far so good. Uh, I think we did a good job of breaking their press. We've just got to continue to move the basketball and get it down low. What did you tell your girls at the halftime? Eliminate the uh, offensive rebounds, okay? Eliminate the offensive rebounds. Make sure we put a little bit more pressure on number two, Avery Downs. What adjustments can we expect coming out in the second We'll look to be more aggressive coming out in that paint area. We've stayed out of foul trouble relatively, so now we can be a little bit more aggressive. High School Holla. We always want to thank the coaches for their time at halftime. After the break, find out if the Westinghouse Lady Warriors would defend their house or would the Lincoln Park Lady Lions pull off an upset in the first round of the girls basketball city playoffs stay with us our diva sports girls basketball game of the week continues on the high school holla sports show with a name like cruise planners you might expect us to only sell well cruises but in fact what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice we call it our cruisitude a positive outlook on life and zest for travel whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the caribbean a history-rich european tour an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. Hey Chicago, this is Trina Smith from Lincoln Park High School. Lion, class of 1988. And you're tuned into the High School Holla Sports Show. 
Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our recap of the girls basketball game of the week in Diva Sports brought to you once again by our friends at CP Travel Squad. Go to their Facebook page and check out some of their great deals. Our halftime score was the Lady Lions of Lincoln Park leading the Lady Warriors of Weston House by a score of 23 to 16. The third quarter would see the Lady Warriors come out the locker room with a sense of urgency as they went on a 15 to 6 point run led by senior Tyler Island who poured in six points to lead all scorers in the third quarter. Meanwhile, the Lady Lions struggled to maintain possession of the ball, committing several unforced turnovers throughout the quarter and unable to score no more than six points, four of those coming from senior Kennedy McCoy. The Lady Warriors would end the third quarter having gained a two-point lead over the Lady Lions, 31-29. The fourth and final quarter would find these two teams fighting for an advancement to the second round of the city playoffs and get one step closer for the chance at a city championship. The Lady Lions would look to get their senior Kennedy McCoy back into rhythm while the Lady Warriors would get a huge contribution from an underclassman as sophomore Danessa Harrison got into the mix managing a score a total of 10 points in the game. Eight points coming in the fourth quarter alone. The young sophomore would also play outstanding defense down the stretch. Both teams would trade baskets in the early part of the fourth quarter from the floor and from the free throw line. With little over two minutes left to play in the game, the Lady Lions trailed the Lady Warriors by two, 42-40. The Lady Lions forced a quick turnover and score, tying the game at 42 with exactly two minutes left to play. The Lady Warriors would look to go inside and fight to pull ahead, but the long arms of the Lady Lions senior Kennedy McCoy would block shots on each drive into the paint. The Lady Lions would get fouled several times within the last minute of the game and would only manage to convert three out of six shots from the free throw. The last one tying the game once again with 37.6 seconds at 45 apiece. In the final 24 seconds of the game, another senior would play a key role for the Lady Warriors as senior Amanda Wright would force two big steals, get fouled, and convert one out of two shots from the line, giving the Lady Warriors a one-point lead, 46 to 45 with 12.2 seconds left in regulation. The Lady Lions will look to tie or win within the final 12 seconds as an inbound pass was stolen by sophomore Denisha Harrison who would get immediately fouled and also hit one out of two free throws increasing the Lady Warriors lead 47 to 45 down by two with seconds to play and the Lady Lions call a timeout looking to play for another tie. Senior Amanda Wright had another idea still in the inbounds pass giving it over to senior Avery Carey and with six seconds left in the ball game and the senior on the free throw line. Senior Avery Curry connects on one or two foul shots, advancing the Western House Lady Warriors to the second round of the city playoffs and sealing a win over the Lady Lions of Lincoln Park, 48-45. to After the game, we talked with both coaches and our shining stars of the game from Western House, seniors Alexis Sanders and Avery Curry, along with sophomore Denisha Harrison. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Rams at the end of the first round playoff game between the Lincoln Park Lady Lions and the Western House Lady Warriors. The Lady Lions just fell to the Warriors 48 to 45. I'm joined now with the head coach of Lincoln Park, Larry Washington. Coach Washington, tough game in the second half for your girl. Yeah, we couldn't take care of the basketball. You guys had a lot of forced turnovers coming out in the second half. Well, we will sit under pressure. Pressure brush pipes. If we can't take out the basketball, it's, it's, it's going to end up keeping happening. You had an opportunity to get back in it. You actually took the lead yeah. by two. What did you tell your girls at that last time out? Just have some poise. The last time out, we had a play set up, and it looked like it was there, but she just threw the ball away. After a tough loss like this in the city playoffs, where do you go in the locker room and tell your girls right now? We got to keep practicing. We got state playoffs. It's not over. Season's not over. It's just, just the beginning of the season, really. 
and what will you need to work on in order to advance into the state? Moving the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Coach Watson. Good luck to you and the Lincoln Park Lady Line. Yep, no problem. High School Holla. The end of our girls' basketball game of the week. First round of the city playoffs in the public league where the Western House Lady Warriors just defeated the Lincoln Park Lady Lions 48-45. I'm joined now with the interim head coach who coached the Lady Warriors to victory, Coach Carter. And Coach, great win for your girls. Oh, man, big win, big win. I'm proud of my girls. We was down 15-1 in this game, and we fall back, man. Played good defense, good rebounding, man. So I'm, I couldn't be more proud of my team tonight. Coach, you went in the half. You were down... And what did you tell these girls to come out fired up? I just told them, man, we was getting quality shots. We just got a box out. We wanted rebounding the boxing out, but the shots was there. So we just got to get quality shots. Once we started boxing out, rebounding, and I knew our defense could keep us in the game because I thought we was a little faster, you know. Well, talk about the tremendous player of Donisha Harris, Avery Curry, and Alexis Sanders. I mean, well, Avery and Alexis are seniors, so, you know, you got to expect stuff like that from them. Them girls been together four years now. They playing in the toughest conference in the city, and those girls are playing ball right now, so I couldn't be more proud of them. And I mean, Donisha, she's on this sophomore, so the future looks bright for us. And where did you go in at the end of the ball game and tell those girls in the locker room? Just, man, I'm proud of them. We rebounded, we boxed out, and we played defense, and that's why we won the game. What's the motivation for this team to come back the way they did? I mean, just the will to win, the will to win, not to quit. I'm glad they didn't quit. They didn't give up. They could have folded me and I'm in the first quarter 15-1, but they didn't, so I couldn't be more proud of them for that. You guys got another round to play in this Public League City playoffs. What do you work on after this game? Uh, right now, we're going to enjoy this one tonight. We're going to have a nice shoot around tomorrow, and we're just going to get back to the drawing board. We'll find out who we play tonight and then just get ready to roll. What is it in your mind and your heart? How far could these Lady Warriors go? I mean, we, we done played Whitney Young, Marshall, Jones, so I mean, I feel like we done played the best, so as long as we play our ball, sky's going to be the limit for us. All right, congratulations, Coach. Thank you. High School Holla. Lady Warriors of Westinghouse just defeated the Lady Lions of Lincoln Park. I'm with my shining stars of the game, the ladies who put it all together for the Lady Warriors. Alexis Sanders, and I'm a senior. Avery Curry, and I'm a senior. Donnie Harrison, I'm a sophomore. And I'm going to start with the seniors right now. Not, not, not that we don't get to the sophomores, but the seniors. Avery, talk about if you judge by the records, people thought you guys were an underdog. Did you feel like an underdog, Avery? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, we know that we can play with a lot of people, and as long as we all play together and we play hard in the defensive end, we think we can compete with any team. But at the same time, you don't take any teams for granted. You know, we started off a little bad, but we pulled it together on the defensive end, and that's what helped us get it out as a team at the end. Alexis, as one of the leaders of this ball club, you guys struggled in the first quarter. You only had three points. What was the mindset? After the beginning of the first quarter, we knew that we were getting good shots, but they just weren't falling. So we got our offense going by getting our defense going first. So getting everybody to pick it up and talking on the court is what started us to come back into the game. And when we talk about defense, we got to give credit to the young sophomore of the group. What did you see? You came up with some great steals. We had to catch the gap, shoot for it for steals, and get still run back, get back on defense, and recover for your other teammates. That's how we covered Avery, with you guys being down at the half, 23 to 16, what did Coach Carter tell you? Um, he was just telling us that we got to pick it up and just keep playing hard. And we was getting better on the defensive end. He was just saying, keep playing, keep playing. And our shots was going to start to fall. And he was basically just encouraging us, letting us know that we can pull the win out. Alexis, you started things off in the second half with a great shot to lead the Lady Warriors off on the board in the second half. What was it that you saw against the Lady Lions that opened it up for you guys offensively? Really, it was just my teammate, uh, Tyler Allen. She was setting good screens, and they didn't know how to defend a pick and roll. So either they left her open or they left me open, and that's what would get either one of us open. And then talk about the pressure you guys put on defense. You guys scored a lot of points off of the turnovers and some fast break points. Yes, we just worked together as a team. We had to recover for each other and get back on defense, so we encouraged both our teammates to get the gaps, and that turned to best. Avery, talk about towards the stretch. You guys were neck and neck with this team. Did you worry at all? Uh, no, I knew that my teammates were going to do all they can, and we were confident that as long as that we stayed like, strong with the ball, that they were going to foul us and we were going to get to the line, and that's exactly what we did. The gym had a lot of people. They were yelling. They were screaming. What do you like to say to the Western House fans that came out and supported you in this first-round playoff game? I want to thank my family for coming out to support us. It was really encouraging to see that they cared for us. And Avery, how far can this Lady Warriors team go in these city playoffs? We can go as far as our minds allow us to. As long as we play hard and keep staying together as a team, then we can do anything. 
Well, we want to congratulate you three on being our shining stars of the game. Good luck the rest of the way, and congratulations on this first round win, ladies. Thank you. High School Holla. We'd like to thank the Lady Lions of Lincoln Park and the Lady Warriors of Western House for joining us in all of our interviews. Now, the Lady Warriors will prepare to take on the Bogan Lady Bengals in the second round of the city playoffs, while the Lincoln Park Lady Lions, as you heard from Coach Washington, will prepare themselves for a run at the state playoffs. Now, when we return, we'll take a closer look at the Public League girls basketball bracket and let you know who made it to what we're calling the elegant eight. In boys, they say the elite eight. In the girls, we're going to call it the elegant eight. Details coming up on the High School Holla Sports Show. Praise the Lord. Need life? Get Life and Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. Welcome back. It's the H2S2 show. Steven Spoon Ramsey here giving big hollers to all of the schools who qualified for the city playoffs in girls basketball. As we mentioned in Diva Sports, the first two rounds took place this week, and we just recapped the Westinghouse-Lincoln Park game, which was just one of 16 first-round games played on Tuesday and Wednesday with the second round games having just been played on Thursday and Friday. So we wanted to give you an update on those schools who are advancing to next week's competition, which we are calling the Queens of the Quarterfinals, or the Elegant Eight. The field was opened up to 32 teams this year from various conferences throughout the public league and girls basketball. Here's how the 32 teams and how they ranked at the beginning of the city playoffs. Simeon was ranked number one, followed by Whitney Young, ranked number two, Kenwood, number three, Marshall, number four, Bogan was number five, Taft was number six, Harlan was ranked number seven, Lane Tech ranked number eight, Limbloom ranked number nine, Jones at 10, Morgan Park at 11, Westinghouse, as you know, ranked number 12. Phillips at 13, Shirts at 14, Brooks at 15, Peyton at 16, King was ranked number 17, North Lawndale came in at number 18, South Shore number 19, Prosser was 20, Lincoln Park at 21, CVS or Chicago Vacational as some know them at ranked number 22, Northside College Prep at 23, Good Stem at 24, Clark were ranked 25, Chaz or Ag Science ranked number 26, Von Steuben at 27, Richards at 28, Collins at 29, Hyde Park came in at 30, Sullivan at 31, and Catalyst Maria rounded out the field of 32. Now there you have your 32 teams. The games from Tuesday and Wednesday would set up the second round action, which took place this, again this past Thursday and Friday. Here's the first two rounds breakdown and how the elegant eight teams will match up as one of the queens of the quarterfinals. Simeon Lady Wolverines will host the Lane Tech. The Lady Bengals of Bogan will travel to meet up with the Lady Commandos of Marshall, while the Lady Broncos of Kenwood will play host to the Lady Mustangs of Morgan Park. And let me just go out here and put it out here. That is our girls basketball H2S2 game of the week. Kenwood Lady Broncos versus the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs in the Elegant Eight. Now, to round out the last game would be the Lady Falcons of Harlan going to face the Lady Dolphins of Whitney Young. 
I want to remind you, family, there's quite a few things taking place in regards to girl athletics over the next few weeks, starting with the Elegant Eight quarterfinals matchup in girls basketball, which will take place next Tuesday, January the 30th. The unofficial matchups are what we just told you. We're saying it is unofficial because we haven't gotten definite confirmation of who we will be hosting what games. But we wanted to let you know the teams that will more than likely be participating in the Queens of the quarterfinals. Once again, the games are played on Tuesday. Family, this is one time I can honestly say it doesn't matter what game you attend, you're guaranteed to see some great high school girls basketball. So we encourage everyone to go out and support the girls basketball and athletes. See these girls compete for a city championships as queens of the court, keeping their heads, heels, and standards high rather than hanging out with saggy pants, knucklehead thugs on these streets. Even join into the movement on Twitter, hashtag GirlsPlay2, by supporting people like us that cover high school girls athletics in Chicago. Thus, we show our support through segments like Diva Sports. Family, another great way you can support area high school student athletes is by supporting the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation. Through donating your time, talent, and or resources, we can make a difference for our area student athletes. For more information on how you can help, visit the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation website at www.urbanfieldhousefoundation.org. UFF Cares looks to help area student athletes and community athletic programs within the city of Chicago. Coming up next on the H2S2 show, have you ever wondered what it takes to get a college coach's attention through email? Well, we have it for you. Stay tuned. We're going to visit an article that tells you how to write an effective email to get a college coach's attention. It's on City Talk right here on the H2S2 show. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Welcome back to the H2S2 show. It's time now for some real talk in City Talk and another informative article from USA Today. This one written by Jason Smith of Next College Student Athlete one of the largest and most successful athletic recruiting networks in the country. This article talks about emailing college coaches and the importance of having a good subject line in your email. You cannot overlook the importance of a good subject line when emailing a college coach. Think about it. It's the first thing they see, as well as the written line that piques their interest that can make the biggest difference in your recruiting process. So he breaks down and gives us a couple of different ideas to think about when you're formulating or authoring your new email to these college coaches during your recruiting process. The first thing he says is, don't be generic. Avoid anything stereotypical and broad. Coaches aren't interested in the subject line like, I want to be at Golden Eagle. Instead, he says they want snapshots of players and include specifics. Yeah, yeah. He said the bottom line, don't take it. He says the bottom line, don't add fluff to your subject line. The other advice he gives is research first. I think that's always very important. It's important to do a little digging. 
You need to know what drives the recruiting efforts. He says definitely put in your key stats. The best place to get the answers to what coaches are looking for, read more into their roster. So he says what you can learn from a roster tells you a lot, such as do they only recruit in one region? You may want to call out you know, the location, where are they focused on size, what do they look for? So he says you can learn a lot by researching and looking at a team's roster. Now, tailor the subject line. That's his other advice. Every program is different, and each college is unique. Your subject line should be just as unique and different. So he's advising that you put a little spin on it that makes you stand out. He says maybe an ACT score or an SAT score or or GPA in this subject line. For example, he says, uh, he gives an example of John Doe, care of 2017, 3.98 GPA, 31 on the ACT, linebacker, All-American section, something like that in your subject line. He also advises, use a professional email. If your email is the first or last name, such as Jane Doe at gmail.com, then you don't necessarily need to include your name in the subject line. You don't want nothing like Big Willie or Too Cold, Too Sweet, nothing like that. A college coach don't want to see that. So he suggests use a professional email. He also gives the advice to make sure that you include a video. Most colleges discover student-athletes by watching their highlights films first. And last but not least, list urgency if needed. If your email is time-sensitive or you don't need a coach, you want a coach to open it right away, before a certain day, you can call that out in the subject line to maximize your opportunities. This would be the case if you plan on touring the campus or attending a sporting events where the college coaches are evaluating potential recruits. But more likely than not, email a coach multiple times, call it a follow-up. You want to make sure that you're using it as a good follow-up. You can use things like uh, following up on my voicemail, 2018, or following up on my video submitted. The bottom line to this Spending a little extra time on your subject line can go a long way in your recruiting process. Focus on the, the program to find the best way that you can market yourself. So let's keep that in mind. We hope this information that we discuss on City Talk from articles such as this prove useful to you. We look to provide information that helps boast up the success rates of our student athletes in Chicago area looking to enhance their lives through sport by playing at the collegiate level somewhere. If you're listening and you aren't a student athlete and want to find a fun way to be closer to the game, you can do so by becoming a member of the H2S2 reporting crew. If you're a high school student and a fan of sports, then by becoming a part of the H2S2 reporting crew, you can report on all of your school's athletic events on air with me every Saturday. So go grab a pen and paper. Here's details on how you can join the H2S2 reporting crew. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. 
And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get timed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the high school holla sports show. This is Janessa representing everyone from class of 1998. Holla! We thank you for sharing another Saturday with us. Before we let you go, we want you to know a few things coming up. The Illinois High School Association Chess State Series will be breaking new ground later today when the IHSA conducts its first ever sectionals in chess. The sectionals will serve as qualifying rounds for the IHSA Chase Chess State Finals, which will be held in Peoria at the Civic Center Ballroom on Friday and Saturday, February 9th through the 10th. The Civic Center has hosted the state finals in chess since 2001. Now, chess debuted as an activity with IHSA back in the 74s and 75s school year. Thanks large part to the efforts of Mike Zakat and has grown into what is believed to be one of the largest team chess tournaments in the country, if not the world. That's saying something for Illinois people. I'm telling you, approximately 1,500 competitors and 300 coaches attended last year's state tournament and teams that win two or more matches in the four rounds of the sectional competition will advance to the state. So let's go, let's go, let's represent. <laughs> and we do have some teams competing. A dozen at-large teams will also be chosen to round off the field of 128 teams. De La Salle High School will host the sectionals for high school chess teams in our area of Chicago. And yes, we have schools to cheer on there. Chicago Acero Garcia, Chicago Hancock, Kelly, Lane Tech, Northside College Prep, Walter Payton, Tab, and Whitney Young are all competing in there. So we want to really, really pull out to give some support to the chess team there. We got some other schools from the Suburban and Catholic League, Eisenhower, Revis, Brother Rice, De La Salle, Latin, Lincoln Park, Marist, Mount Carmel, St. Ignatius, St. Rita, Everson Township, Evergreen Park, Oakland Community, North, Niles North, Niles West, and New Trail. All are competing at De La Salle later on today for the IHSA first debut of the chess team sectionals man so good luck to all of those schools competing in team chess activity it's an activity not a sport but it don't matter we cover it all again girls basketball has three dates for you to remember tuesday january the 30th is the queens of the quarterfinals the elegant eight will compete and on friday that friday the girls fabulous four Boys call it Final Four, but we're calling it the Girls Fabulous Four will take place. And on Sunday, February the 4th, it's the Girls Basketball City Championship game. Those two games on Friday and Sunday will be at Chicago State University. Look, I know, the Super Bowl is Sunday. It's Sunday night. These girls play at 2 p.m. for the championship so you can get to see two champions crowned, the queens of high school basketball and one of those NFL teams that's not the Bears, so who cares? But come out and support these girls. Don't forget, the Public League Girls Bowling City Championships will take place on Wednesday, February the 7th at Bluebird Lanes, located at 3900 West Columbus Avenue, that's at 4.30, another event to showcase how Chi-Town girl athletes rock. We always want you to know about events so you can learn or events that allow you to showcase this talent. And one is the 8th Annual Illinois Unsigned Senior and Junior Exposure. It's for those in the classes of 2018 and 2019, juniors and seniors. It takes place on Sunday, March the 18th at Judson College Fieldhouse in Elgin. 
1151 North State Street, about 45 minutes outside of the city of Chicago. Now listen, people, it's worth it if you want to play for a scholarship and compete on the next level. Early registration is suggested. They only have spots for 120 players. Here's some of the benefits that you can gain from competing at this uh, exposure. Exposure to college coaches from D1, D2, and, I mean, I'm sorry, D2, D3, and NAIA, and JUCO coaches, they will be in attendance. Uh, exposure to some of the top talent scouts, Ricky Moore from junior.hoopselite.com, Scott Phillips, Self Pope, Derek Ellison, Bulls Eye Prep Report, Larry Butler from Illinois Spotlight, all will be there. So go out and compete. And if you haven't signed with anyone, here's an opportunity for you to get seen. If you want more information, contact Coach Terry Head at 312-501-7287. Deadline to register is Friday, March the 9th. Good stuff from Coach Head. Repping for the Michelle Clark Eagles, and we'll be pushing this and letting you know up until the time of the deadline for registration. So, we want to remind you guys to be involved in that. We'd like to say a special thanks, as always, to all of our coaches who joined us this week on the show. Coaches such as from Wells Community, Michael Horton, from Michelle Clark, Terry Head, from Lincoln Park, Larry Washington. And Julius Carter, interim for Coach Lamar Mundane from Westinghouse, man. Great job, Coach Carter. Great job. Also, to all of our shining stars of the game, shining bright like a floodlight, our seniors from Westinghouse High School, Avery Curry and Alexis Sanders, our sophomores, Denisha Harrison from Westinghouse, along with Kobe Weekly from Michelle Clark. Thank you to all of our show sponsors and segment sponsors who make it all possible for us to bring you the best show covering high school sports in the city of Chicago. We look to hear from you on social media. Holler at us at Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. Make sure you follow us on our social media. Look us up under Urban Fieldhouse. And if you're on Facebook, like our High School Holler Sports Show page. You click that little thumbs up button, man. We want some likes because we like you and we hope that you like us too. Remember, you can always listen to the post of this broadcast along with many of our past shows and segments on our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast and follow us on SoundCloud. Just search for us under Urban Fieldhouse Media. Young people, let me give you another piece of advice. Remember this, practice like you never won and perform like you never lost. Let's holler again next Saturday. God loves you, family, and we do too. Until next week, I'll holler. High School Holler.